I was put in a tricky position. But no more. We have cut our ties with these men. The Apocalypse Players present Machine Tractor Station Kharkov 37. And perhaps the fact we find ourselves here of an evening we can put to our advantage. So tell me, what do you ask me to do? A Call of Cthulhu scenario written by Brett Kramer with Danon McAleer as Senior Lieutenant Grigor Fyodorov of the Red Army. My allegiance is with the... I want to think the people, you know, but between you and me, since last fall at Demogorsk, what kind of orders are these? Joseph Chance, as Senior Sergeant Dr. Vissarian Bayo Ivanovich Yuskov Lyubimova of the Red Army. I'm jumping at shapes. My soul is reaching out at movements outside. Dominic Allen, as Administrator Major Yuri Kopolev of the Telegraph Service of the Soviet Union. I do not believe anymore that this is the work of some occultists working for OGPU or Stalin. I think, I think this is a strange event that attracted them and then destroyed them. And Dan Wheeler, as everybody else. I pray for the soul of the poor fuck who has to be keeper, but as an NPC, I think it's an excellent idea. <laughs> Following the disagreement, Fyodorov threatened to take his men and leave. But, having second thoughts, he offered one more night of service to Major Kopolev and his officers. He then rallied his own troops, and the whole party set off. Most of them relieved to depart. Most of them. Kopolev and Tryepanov led them away from the tractor station, with the headlights of the rural electrification truck lighting the way. We believe that Lyubomova and Fyodorov, in the truck behind, began plotting against the agents at this point. As the trucks turned off the track, in the dark and into the unknown, a strange light was glimpsed on the horizon. At this point, Major Kopolev finally made his now famous breakthrough with the journal, realizing that he could reveal the text using some capsules he found. You have a précis of the document's contents before you, Agent Ruyova. If it was not for some of the things I have seen with my own eyes, I would find this hard to believe. Quite. As you are well aware, we know more about your past than you yourself do. Perhaps one day we'll tell you about it. Now, before I conclude, you understand what is required of you. Yes, and I am ready to serve. Very good. And it's probably time that I come clean with you that, Dom, in listening back to the episodes, there was a lovely moment where you said, oh, I know I'm not mad because it would say so on my sheet. I think probably I should, full disclosure, this scenario allows me to play a little bit fast and loose with the rules. <laughs> so you shouldn't necessarily assume that all the stats that you have written down are the same as what I have written down. <laughs> Wow. I don't I don't mean that to apply to anyone in particular. It might not be relevant at all. 
yet um, but don't want you to be necessarily assuming or thinking that I've got something wrong right right if you think I've got something wrong I might have or I might be doing it deliberately <laughs> mind games so the trucks will pull up um, to this crater you get out this is all everything's happened very suddenly the major hasn't even had a chance to have a look at this this journal in any detail and it's it's almost pitch black night has fallen very fast and you will get out of the trucks and the men start unloading the tents although you can see on their faces that that this is not where they were told they would be setting up camp and there is a bit of talk amongst them a bit of talk amongst the sergeants but they appear to be slowly reluctantly setting up camp so can you remind us what what we see here as we get out sure it's wasteland it's like 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 everywhere in that in this region there's no signs of life and the the track sort of stops alongside what looks in the in the in the moonlight and the light of your headlights uh like a like a crater it's quite a large crater it's about 30 meters across and five meters deep. And the center you can see in the light, there's like a sort of what looks like maybe a pool of water in the center of the, the crater. Might not be water, it's got that weird sort of sheen that you recognize from uh, those of you who've seen it, that you recognize from the silo and from the water tank in the Kolkos. There's really not a lot to tell you there's you know there's the tire tracks that are the the track that you came up there's one sort of dead tree on the side of the crater that's the only point of interest basically Mm. um does it look like i mean is this where the track ends we couldn't drive over the crater of course so it's sort of like the track leads to this place is that the geographical implication yeah i mean yeah, it, the the tire tracks stop here, yeah. and it looks like there's maybe been a bit of back and forth. There's an area where clearly vehicles have come up and turned around. The, you know, this is you you parked in in a sort of a clearing mm. uh, uh, made by some vehicles. Okay, well, my first port of call is to go up to the major. I suppose if you and Triopanov are standing. Aside, they were in a different vehicle, right? And I uh, just wanted to say, uh, so Major, was the plan changed? Is this where you intended for us to end up? I thought we were heading to a cold course. Well, I have to admit, I, I could not be sure what we would find down here. I, I hoped it would be something more tangible. This is this is both strange and somehow expected. This is uh it almost makes sense. Where is Dukov? Dukov. Uh, yes, major. I think you should get down into that crater and see what is at the center. Uh um <laughs> Uh, r- right now, Major? I uh, I look at 
Kriepanov for his opinion. <laughs> hmm. I'm not going down there. Kriepanov <laughs> uh, himself went into a nasty um, water tank in the last call cards. He says, That sounds like that was an order from your superior, Dugov. I expect you're going to obey that order. Someone give him some light. <laughs> um, and uh, one of the one of the privates comes up with a like an, an oil lamp and hands it to Dukov. Be careful with that Dukov. If you drop it, it might be the liquid might not be water. It might be flammable. Yes, of, of course. We need a sample. Bringing back. Do you have a mason jar? Oh, uh, how old is Dukov again? Uh, I don't know, 23. Oh, God. Shall I tell you more exactly? We have rope. Do we have rope? We must have rope. No, oh, I'm sure we have one. Rope somewhere. Oh, no, he's, he's 26. And you give him something to take a, take a sample in. Mm-hmm. And something rudimentary to sort of tie around his waist and then, like, get, like, I don't know, five or six guys, including myself, and we'll, we'll hold him, we'll hold on. And sort of abseil him down. Yeah. It's quite shallow, so that's not... Um, that's not too big of a problem. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Great. Um, while he's, he's sort of sort of slowly walking down the side of the crater, and while he's doing that, Kovalevsky comes up and says, um, Sergeant Fyodorov. Mm. Uh, Senior Lieutenant Fyodorov. That's more like it. <laughs> <laughs> may I... Uh, may I instruct the men to uh, continue making camp here. A lot of them are very tired and uh, it would be good to know they could spend the night here. Uh, obviously, it's a shame that the track is interrupted like this, but um, uh, at least we're away from the tractor station. And to be honest, yes. the cold course was not very much more appealing, was it? No, uh, understood. Excellent. Yes, carry on. Thank you. So Dugov is making his way... Uh, down the side of the of the crater, he gets to the bottom. Well, I was going to say, seeing Kovalevsky heading over to Fyodorov in his busy manner, because I'm I'm used to the uh, maneuvers of Kovalevsky getting his nose in, uh, and uh, that that actually intercepts my intention to head over to Blochenstev to whisper to him, to say make make the men look like they're busy but don't set anything up. And I change tack, and I head back over to Fyodorov at a little trot. Um, at which point I'm seeing Dukov heading down into... Does this look like a crater to the untrained eye? Or does it look like it could be a quarry? Uh, I mean, he's not, a, he's not a geological man, and nor does he have geology. But... Uh, you know, I'm very aware of the mention of this astronomical prof- um, professor in these notes that I found, and it, it has made me a little bit jumpy. So if this looks like a crater because something landed here, and it is indisputable, or at least with an intelligence check it would be ins- indisputable, uh, I'm thinking it would be worth it just because, you know, throwing a man, throwing a man into hell is not my idea of good management at this stage as the doctor i think your your best guess just looking at it is that it's a it's a it's a crater made by some kind of impact uh i, d- I don't know whether you, you might have it looks like a shell it looks like a shell hole 
Yeah, potentially, potentially. I mean, if you want to, if you want to be a bit more sure about what sort of what you, what kind of things you might need to do to find out what kind of impact, then give me an intelligence roll. It's not, it's not really his forte, but I'm going to try it. But it's not a natural bit of the landscape. It's clearly yeah. But yeah, it's, it's that it's that complicated thing, isn't it? Because like Joseph would probably go, "Oh, this looks like a crater," whereas I think Lubomova would go. What is this? Some kind of quarry? Thirty-four is pretty solid. It's uh, it's not hard success, but it's it's a success. So intelligence-wise, okay, great. Well, intelligence-wise, you you can be sure that this is uh, this is not a natural part of the landscape. It's made by some kind of impact. You and also with with that intelligence role, um, I'll say that you you know that. Uh, you might be able to collect some fragments. If it was a comet impact, there might be fragments of, uh, of you know, rock, iron, whatever. Maybe that's what these guys came for. If it was a if it was an impact of a shell, then there probably would be some kind of um, evidence of uh, shrapnel mm. in the area. So that that would be something that you might be looking out for. But but I think I think it's pretty safe to say that given that you've been talking about uh, that meteor shower, and that's fresh in your mind for a number of reasons, New. That sort of astronomical thing that that that's the that's the first thing you think of. That's that, that's not a weird leap. That's weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Lieutenant Major, what is happening? Why is why is the good lieutenant attempting to kill himself in this new chemical uh, uh, element? Well, funnily enough, as you say that, Dugov's making his way back up. Um, he's he was really nimble, and he's coming back up with uh, his jar with some uh, some liquid in. Um, sort of he slips on the way back up, but um, he's he's he seems fine. I mean, it's, of course, he's, he's gentlemen. You don't send someone. You don't think you were going to see a big beasty monster, do, do you? This stuff could be poisonous. This stuff could be full of radiation. What are you doing? That's why we have gone for a sample. Unprotected. Bravo, Dukov. Well done. You are the people's hero. Well done. You are the people's hero, of course. And I hope you get the <laughs> people's funeral, my friend, as well. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Da. Hold on to that sample, Dukov. <laughs> Yeah, you hold on to that sample and keep it away from me. All right, Plotchin Steph, Plotchin Steph. I need, I need your, I need two of your men, Nikolsky and Tamushev, here now. Um, while you're doing that, I'm, I'm just going to say, well, I'm not going to say anything, but I've just realised we've forgotten to set watch, so I'm just going to jog back after Kovaleski and make sure we actually have people guarding the other, the way we came down. I, I'm going to grab him by the arm, Fyodorov, Grigor. No. Stop! Don't leave here. Whatever it is, send someone, one of these two men to do it for you. Why? Because we cannot let this man near the rest of the group. I say this as sotto voce, but I'm a bit panicky now. Well, Dukov? Yes, if he's been near that water. I don't know what that water is, if it's possessed of this new element. None of us know what it does, and uh, now he's just becoming public. Does it smell like the stuff from the silos that we found? No. Right. Doctor, it, uh, it doesn't have the same rancid smell as the other liquids. Uh, perhaps it's just rainwater gathered in a, a ditch. I mean, we mustn't be too fearful. 
Well, I'm, you you are the expert. Uh, if you think it's dangerous, perhaps yes, Duke. If you stay, I'm I'm going to try to persuade him that that isn't affecting me as badly as I think it is. Uh, so I will attempt to persuade Roll, basically to to act as if I feel, oh, fine, yeah, that's an order, and I'll accept it. Okay. And I am very confident that I have done that, even though my face is a rictus of fear. I've just rolled a 98. Oh. So, in other words, you, it appears that you, you have not been convinced by that argument. Uh, not only am I not convinced, I'm clearly thinking of other ways in which I want to countermand it, and, and my face actually twitches. Okay. Like in a kind of spasm of... In, inappropriately <laughs> unpleasant are you feeling all right come sit down what i'm fine of course i'm fine fine yes vodka good idea yes of course <clears throat> yes steady your nerves i don't have bad nerves lubomova is he deliberately trying to get you to get drunk yeah suggesting that you have a drink yeah yeah just like i just like i did to him once yeah uh, successfully you know so, that trick yeah Major, I I believe uh, Dr. Libromova may have uh, some cause for concern uh, since we are simply, uh, since we are only working together for this short while, perhaps it best you set up camp slightly away from our man in case this is contagious. Agreed? Da. Good. And then I walk off after uh, Kovaleski. And, well, I want to find him and just make sure that it's not all going to shit over at the camp. Um, Dugov says uh, to to Triapanov and uh, Kopolov, Kopolov, um He says, uh, I, "I'm afraid I cannot examine this uh, this liquid in the dark. There doesn't appear to be anything too strange about it. Should I just leave it uh, outside our tent and, and set up set up a tent for the Does night? Does it have a lid?" Yes, of course. Mm, mm. Seal, seal it thoroughly. Make sure it is airtight, and um, I think yes. Leave it a good distance away from the tent, just to be safe. Sir, I will. Say, I will set up a tent. It will be ready for you in ten minutes. You're a good man, Comrade Dukov. Thank you. Or for the party. For the party. Yeah, I just yeah. shout down in one. Down in one. <laughs> And he starts, so Dugov starts putting up the tent for um, Kopolev, Triopanov and himself. As, as Lubomova hears Fyodorov shouting down in one, down in one, <laughs> and he's got this, he's, he's kind of, his hand is shaking with this vodka by his mouth, and he, he puts it into his mouth and then spits it out as soon as he's out of uh, eye shot of Fyodorov and, and wipes his mouth furiously with his sleeve. <laughs> And he thinks that he's done this very stealthily, but actually it's, it's, it's like something out of an Italian drama. Now give me a stealth roll. <laughs> and I, don't think he, I don't think he used to fail that as well, as badly as he okay. just failed his persuade yeah. And then uh, have my two men come over. Oh, you'd asked for uh, Tamasev and, uh, and Nikolsky. Nikolsky. Um, yes, Tam- Tamasev comes up and says, uh, Doctor, Sergeant Doctor, you, uh, you asked for us. That's right. Yes, you too. I like the two of you. You you are good fellows. You have to understand. The TAS agents uh, potentially have a very dangerous um, 
substance that they that they wish to study more carefully. And with luck, we will take it back to Moscow, and we will all become heroes of the party. However, I think it will be wise if you are both very ready to leave. Also, could you stay with me? We will go over to the lieutenant, and we will stick with the lieutenant for now. The three of us will watch his back and make sure that he does not do anything foolish. You understand me? Uh, yes. He's under, he is under a lot of pressure right now. Uh, absolutely, I... Blotch and Steph will follow my lead, you understand? Yes. Very good. You are both well? You feel well? Uh, yes, yes. Um... Here, here, have some vodka. It's not the best stuff, but have some vodka. Thank you. Thank you very much. It gives you courage. All right, with me. <clears throat> Your guns are loaded, yes? Uh, yes, yes. Good. And also, um, uh, Tamersev, keep an eye on the skies. If you see anything unusual, you tell me. Of course, of course. Um, but, uh, well, uh, of course. Uh, and then I start walking over to uh, Fyodorov. They, Tamasev and Nikolsky um, make their way back. They, they do, as they walk away, you think they seem um, compass mentis, healthy. Uh, you, you feel like you've picked two of the guys who actually seem like you can, you can trust them. Uh, and give me a, give me a psychology role. As to how mad I just sounded, I mean, I sounded pretty mad. 23. So. Which is very good. That's a, that's an, that's a hard. Oh, great. Well, you noticed that when you mentioned being ready to leave, there was a, they both sort of uh, looked as if you, as if perhaps you knew something that they didn't think you knew. Right. Good. 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 Does that make They're sense? probably a step ahead. Yeah, yeah. So Yes, exactly. That they might even have been a step ahead of you with that. Yeah, that's a relief to me because that was, that was my original intention with Blush and Steph. So, okay, fine. Good lads. We might get out yet. Um, I'd like to have a word with Kowalewski, but I'm loving all this sort of scheming. Would it be okay to request a headphones off for the others mm, that's fine by me yeah i'd like to sort of you know i go over and make sure you know camp's being set up and everything and i'll say uh Kowalski, um, walk with me yes sir and uh take him the opposite way to where the major and all that lot are um sort of you know i'm aware of what's around me i'm not gonna sort of have this chat until i'm out of earshot um i just want to say uh Oh, Kowalski, you are uh, you're an ambitious man, aren't you? Uh, I know that's what you think of me, sir, but... Um, it's not a bad thing. Uh, you're clever, you're skilled. Thank you. I would never underestimate you. You know that uh, I will never be promoted above my position. It's for uh, political reasons. You know something of my past, I'm sure. But uh, it's merely a technicality. I am trusted, and I will have a say in whoever succeeds me. I want to retire soon. Senior Lieutenant. Mm. I feel, if you, if you don't mind me saying, that um, you and I have more in common than perhaps you know. My primary concern is with my men. Duh. I've always thought you were someone who cares about the men. Uh, I also care about the men. Everything I do and everything I've done is 
trying to look out for the best of them. I believe you. I can see that. And I'm glad you can see it in me. Sometimes the decisions we have to make are not so simple. But um, I understand. Listen, if I have my say in the matter, you will be promoted to my position when I leave. But if the reports of these agents ever reach the higher-ups... Not only will I not be promoted, I won't be allowed to retire, to live out on a farm, to be productive, to have a wife, children maybe, if it's not too late. Not only that, but you will never be promoted, and the men here will not be promoted. Yes. And in fact, you and the men may not live out this year. You know what I'm talking about. I thought I could win them round, but I do not trust them. He's always writing in his little notebook, and he has threatened me. I do not believe that they are acting in the party's interests. So perhaps... You looked like you were about to speak. I, uh... I... I understand and share your concerns. Mm. If you want me to be honest, some of the men haven't been cleared these past two days. Who, who is in charge and whose orders they should be obeying? Understandably, unfortunately. I was put in a tricky position. But no more. We have cut our ties with these men. And perhaps the fact we find ourselves here of an evening, we can put to our advantage. So tell me what you ask me to do. We need to put them down, Kowaleski. Like stray dogs. We burn them, their bodies. We leave them with the others. We burn the uniforms. They're only stray dogs, their technical patriotism and their requisition forms. That's all they know, really. We are in a perfect position. If we don't act tonight, we may never have a chance. And then they go off back to Moscow and they write their little reports. And we get a little visit. Give me a persuade roll. Uh, where's my persuade? It's an opposed roll. I'm not going to tell you what I've That's rolled. fine, yeah. Ooh, 13 uh, on a 54. Okay, sounds pretty good to me. Um, but as I say, I'm not going to tell you what I've rolled. That's fine, yeah. It looks to you like mm. he's, been, um, he's been convinced by your argument. And he says, um, Senior Lieutenant, what you ask of me is, is very difficult. And uh, I, I am unsure at the moment whether this is the best course of action to preserve our lives, but I trust you. I'll be ready at your order. Okay. If anything happens, if it looks like everything is heating up, if I'm with them, I will take off my hat, I will light a cigarette and turn my back. How's that for a signal? If you have any men underneath you that you trust... Try to have one of them ready on hand as well. He's a fast one, that Triapinov. Of course. All right. Uh, so the signal is you take your hat off and light a cigarette. Hopefully it will be easier than that. Hopefully we will be able to communicate. But I'm saying if it comes to it, if there is some sort of conflict and I see it going down badly, I will turn my back on them, take off my hat, light a cigarette and take a step back. Just for absolute clarity and avoidance of doubt, is your preferred outcome that it doesn't come to this? Or is this now 
the way you feel it's going. No, I'm. this is now how I feel it's going. But, you know, in an ideal world, we wait until the early hours and we take them from outside their tents. Understood. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Senior Lieutenant. Would you like me to set, set a watch? I, I will... Um, I will I won't share this information with the men. I'll set a watch as normal and then I will just stay awake and wait for your command. Thank you, Tria. Uh, you, you understand uh, I'm with you. It's for the men. Of course. And hey, and I give him a slap on the shoulder, I say, uh, it uh, takes a brave man to be a coward in the Red Army, huh? <laughs> That's right. Okay, set a watch, get some food. I will. Can they come back? Yeah. <laughs> chatting about nothing really at the end I completely forgot that you guys still had your headphones off so uh, so Kowalewski's been asked to go and set a watch which is what he does in in conjunction with blocking Steph a lot of the, a lot of the men are poorly remember so this is going to be you know a kind of skeleton team but they put something together the, the tent the tents are all up now and some of the men are turning in because they know they've got uh, early early hours watches um a, a little a little fire is lit and a few men are sat around having one last vodka cigarette yeah so who's going to bed and who's hoping to stay up who's hoping to stay awake i am gonna sit in my tent with trepanov mm-hmm. and i'm gonna start reading through this through this journal Okay. Um, I don't know if everyone else is going to bed or whatever they're doing. I, I, what I was going to toss in to, in relation to that was I was going to have an immediate uh, following up of um, Fyodor. So, so although although he was going to have this con- conversation with, um, uh, I always want to call him um, Kachansky. Kovalevsky. Yeah, so, Kovalevsky. Well, I want to call Kovalevsky. Him. Kovalevsky. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I was just—I was going to sort of head on after him. So the conversation with Kovalevsky, obviously, I will hang back when I see that they're in detailed conversation, which is, mm-hmm. which it looks like I do see them doing that. Mm-hmm. Also, I'll—I'll I'll have noticed you hanging back slightly, and I'll probably just nod you over. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's our standard format that I kind of yeah. dip out of. Con- so I'll just keep chatting to Nikolsky and and Tamashev. Um Do you want me to take my headphones off for this bit? Yeah. Why not? Um, and when I'm nodded forward by the lieutenant, I, uh, I'll say, "Gentlemen, stay here. I, uh, forgive me, comrades, stay here." Uh, and I smile at them <laughs> and laugh. Gentlemen, I sound like I'm I'm from 1905, don't I? Anyway, and uh, he walks towards um, Fyodorov uh, and says, "Lieutenant, forgive me. Just a moment of your time." Of course. I'd dismiss uh, Kovaleski if I haven't already and sort of take a few steps in the other direction with Bayer. It occurs to me that um, <clears throat> oh, the the Major did mention that he was concerned that there may be someone working in league with the Ogpu. Mm. On the drive here, it did begin to strike me as um, actually quite wise, uh, what if one of our men is, you know? Who, who would you suggest? Well, I think Kovalevsky is the is is the most obvious choice. 
watching stuff would be a brilliant cover. He could be he could be an amazing performance, but you say that again. <laughs> it's like a child. Uh, I suppose these agents they have training in these things. But the ultimate bluff, perhaps. I don't know. Mm. Mm. It just occurred. So to you me. are uh, more concerned about the potential Ogpu agent than you are about the major himself. I think that the major himself will do whatever the major wishes. Mm. Well, that is made clear by the fact that he brought us here to this godforsaken place. Mm. But you remember, uh, mm. he is a known problem. He, he is. Uh, I suddenly thought to myself, but he is also opposed to the Ogpu agents, whoever they are, if there are any. So uh, exactly. So if we, if we have a loose cannon who tries to sabotage the scenario here and. I don't know, try and get the sample, for for instance. Uh, mm. My concern, I, and I take your point, my concern is with the problems we know exist. And the Major is paranoid. I couldn't agree more. These Okpu agents, uh, whether they exist or not. And uh, I've been thinking about what you said to me in the truck on the way down here. Were you joking or were you... No. Sincere. I think this is that is that is the uh, that is the first plan. <clears throat> Perhaps we should walk over here. Um, look at this view, Lieutenant. I'm concerned about the um, uh, expanse over here. We, this the, we are exposed to the approach to the Kolkos. No. My other plan would be that we should be prepared to understand that not everybody would be able to leave this place. Bail, my friend. And I, uh, I want to grab him by the face, sort of give him a bit of a, a slap, like a sort of friendly slap. And try and just shake him a little, shake him back to me, make him focus on me and say, how are you? How are you feeling? You have not been yourself these past days. I, w I would rather we had stayed at the base. Yes, I know you would. Um, There's something in the air here. We've known it all along. There's something making us not act as ourselves. You must trust me. Of all people, you must trust me as I trust you. I think you're right. I want to trust you. I do. It's you remember, uh, Bayo, you remember we used to play chess all the time? You remember this? Of course. You would always win, wouldn't you? I would, but that was before. Uh, it's because I would always be so careful. I would want to keep all my pawns. I would be meticulous. I'd always start off winning. By the end, it's you with your king and your pieces, and I've somehow I've lost everything. I put too much thought into these things. You have a good instinct for people, for strategy. I think, uh, well, I need to tell you, I have already set a plan in motion. Triepanov and the Major cannot leave this place. No. Agreed? Agreed. But I need you focused. I need you, your own self. Yes, of course. You understand me? You have my focus. You have me as I was before and as I am now. Okay. And hopefully comrade as I will be. I take out the uh, little flask of whiskey, what's left of it. The sort of the, the, the best of stuff. The good stuff. Take a little swig and then hand it over to him and say, uh, hmm, to the fools, huh? To the fools. Yes. yes. And I, I let it touch my lips, but I don't drink too deep. Well, you think we wait until the early hours when they're asleep? Their tents are now separate from ours? It should not be too difficult to lure them out into the light of the truck? 
You have more of a plan to discuss than this, or is is that the plan? Mm. What more needs to be said? Very well. I am I am your man. Excellent. Kowaleski is already on board. The two gentlemen, uh, comrades who I, who I selected, tell myself is a good shot. Mm. You trust him with your life? I trust that he wants to get out of here. I trust him with his life, so yes, I trust him with mine. Excellent. In which case, talk to him, tell him the plan, tell him to stay awake, and uh, to keep stum. Of course. Good. Does, does Kowalewski knows? Kowalewski knows. I trust him. Not I know we have been suspicious of him in the past. No, 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 no. it's fine. If you My instinct is he, is he is intelligent. Too intelligent for his own good at times, but I do not think he is a traitor. Very well. Da. Well, let us walk back and uh, play the part of the, uh, the contented soldiers. Yes, Grigor. Senior Lieutenant. There you And walk back to the camp, I suppose. Okay, great. <sighs> okay, so you're you're both planning on um staying staying awake, are you? Sounds like. Yeah. Okay, fine. I will um come back to you potentially with a test for that. Cool. <laughs> so Lubomova and Fyodorov finished their conversation. Um, and make their way back to their tents. The watch is set. Everyone's turning in for the night. I think, in fact, uh, Fyodorov and Lubomova probably sharing sharing a tent. I think you were last we night. We were before, weren't we? So yeah, yeah so we can sense. we can say that you are again. Cool. You settle down for the night. Cool. Uh, I'm not sure who's on the first watch, but the watch is set. Cool. And in the other tent with. Um, Dugov, Triapanov, and Kopolev. I think Kopolev had something to say, so if you two want to take your headphones off now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a footnote, I think all I'd say is that I've got Temesev outside our tent f- sure, for, for, the, for the first watch um, to be replaced by Nikolsky later. Yeah. Okay, so fine. Lovely. Major. So I'm reading, the, I'm reading this journal in bed. Mm. Turning the pages, uh, and then I say, "Tryapanov, uh, is is Dukov awake?" Dukov? No, he's asleep. Listen, I, this journal is incredibly disturbing. I think we are. I think we are in terrible danger of something that. I do not believe anymore that this is the work of some occultists working for OGPU or Stalin. I think I think this is a strange event that attracted them and then destroyed them. Listen to this. 18th of January, 1933. Oh God. One of the sentries, a Zek with a rifle, we've come to depend on them came running back into the garage just after dark last night saying that one of the Kolkhozes was on fire. Those of us that can still move, our group on the whole is better off than the locals, but we're still only marginal even with better rations. There was a lot of sickness by the looks of things. Carried ourselves outside and looked off towards Chechenka. 
Zelensov ordered the station's lights extinguished. And sure enough, there was a light in that direction. But what a light! It was a sickly glow that soon grew into a column of light, a searchlight, but not a beam, but a pulsing column that wriggled like something not quite a worm and not quite smoke. It flowed up from the ground in an unburning pillar. It was unlike anything I'd ever seen. No color or tint man-made or natural can describe it. For a moment the clouds above us shone with its light and then it was gone. I finally coaxed all the trucks out there later the next morning. Everything is grey and crumbling and wholly dead. What sort of thing is this death without life? And later he goes on to say, there were more deaths. One of the scientists, Valentin Pachenkin, hanged himself in the laboratory and set it on fire. They broke the door down but too late. They lost the notes. Uh, elsewhere they mentioned that there was uh, Shilov was the uh, the uh, the command the commander here and he was mad. He was having people arrested. He he exterminated the uh, the um, the Kolkos at uh, Irenkova. I wonder if Fyodorov knows about this. He must have met this Shilov person, no? Well, I don't know. They did not come out here. But to me, this sounds like everybody is mad. Yes. No? Then they fled. They tried to flee, but the locals wouldn't, didn't want to go. So they forced them. And then preparations were made for departure. The last entry is all about their departure. And, well, we know from finding the owner of this journal, he obviously did not get away. No. There are other things in here more disturbing, which I think we need to act tonight. I don't know how you feel, but I feel like we have everything we need. We have a sample. We have eliminated any Ogpu agents, which turned out to be non-existent. We have their files, we have the data. This journal is enough. What do you think? When you say we want to act tonight, you want to do what? I want to... I want to get out of here, Prepanov. Me, you and Dugov. But there is another problem. What is the problem? We cannot have... We cannot have Fyodorov and Lyubimova and all of these men going back and saying what they have seen. So what do you suggest? I suggest... I suggest I go for a walk. I talk to the men on watch while you cut the fuel lines of all the other vehicles. And then we take the electrification truck and drive away in the night. I understand, but there will be a watch. Somebody will see us leave. Even if they don't see us cut the lines. It will be too late. All right. All right. <laughs> if this is what you want to do, <laughs> I, I, I'm happy to go with it. I, I, I pray for the soul of the poor fuck who has to be keeper on such a scenario, but... <laughs> You have a you have another suggestion trip. As an NPC, I think it's an excellent idea. <laughs> well, 
having read this journal, I do not want to stay here. Do you think it would... Well, let me ask you this. If we... If we turn around in the morning and say, you know what? We're done here. Fuck the telegraph lines. Let's go. Your job is done. They will obviously be very grateful. But... Then what? No, no. I, I, I agree, Major. I think your plan is a good one. These, these people cannot be allowed to, to say what they have seen. And um, we will have to make sure that they cannot make it back. I would like nothing more than to end this for everyone, to be able to find a way to contain or destroy this thing. But if these Ogpu scientists could not do it, what chance do we have? Understood. Tell me, do you believe that cut fuel lines, uh, leaving them on foot, would be enough to be an end to them? If this journal is telling the truth, they're going to die anyway. Well, then let us let them die and save ourselves. In an ideal world, I would... If it was just me and you and Fyodorov and Libomova... I would wait until they were not paying attention and shoot them in the back of the head as a mercy. As it is, we cannot do that without ending up getting shot ourselves by the... Mm, there are too many. There are too many. Too many men. All right. Better we slip away. Yes. What, what hour do you suggest we slip away? Let us wait till the early hours when sleep is deepest and the watch is weary. Agree. I will go for a midnight stroll and engage them in conversation. And is that what, at midnight we cut the lines in the early hours, about four o'clock, we make our escape? Something like that? Hmm. Do you think we might be discovered in the meantime? Hmm. Is it better to cut the lines and then go straight away? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. This is, you, this is more your field of experience, I'll be honest. We will make a plan based on who is on watch. We will stay awake. Da, da. And we will act based on who is awake and on watch. We will wait till uh, someone is on watch that we know will be unreliable. Are you still awake? Yes. Yes. I think I might sound crazy when I say this, but you remember the box of passports? Mm. For a moment, for a moment, I thought of looking through those that box of passports. Wait. We were back in those godforsaken offices, quarters. Uh. You remember when uh, Captain Trepanov opened the box of passports? Mm. Yes. For a crazy moment, I wanted to find two passports, give one to you and say, keep it on you. Make sure that it looks a bit like you. <laughs> well, there must be one in there somewhere. You know what these agents are like. Mm. I don't want to... Uh seem paranoid, but uh, I think you may be right, you know? But then I think of the men. Uh, you know, I've served the whites, I've served the reds. My allegiance is with the... I want to think the people, you know? But between you and me, since last fall, at Demogorsk, <sighs> what kind of orders are these? What was that? Did you hear something? Just a twig. I'm jumping at shapes. My soul is reaching out at movements outside. Yeah. Don't overthink it. 
Listen. If uh, the party orders us to put down dissident villagers for storing some extra ground to stop themselves fucking starving, and we put them down, we can put down a couple of agents. They are just men. They're just stray dogs. You're right, And then afterwards, we uh, we strip them, we burn the uniforms, we burn their bodies, perhaps. I mean, it will just be two more in a huge mass of burnt bodies around this area. Well, the details we can discuss on the drive back. Mm. Very good. Good. Hey, if I fall asleep, give me a little slap, okay? <laughs> 